Now guys, I have to admit something. This whole face mask thing is just so confusing. That's because you lack the common sense of a third grader. Sax, please. Pat, wearing a mask is one of the most reliable ways to protect yourself and others. Yeah, but sometimes you're just so comfortable. Have you had the ones that are reusable while maintaining antibacterial effectiveness? Yeah, that's cool, but it's so hard to breathe and my glasses always get foggy. It's because your glasses hate you. Sax is talking about Avita. They are top of the line in terms of extra breathability, limited fogging and misting, fully bonded material cut for extra protection and customization for ultra fit and comfort. Like a condom. Avita. A-V-E-I-T-A dot com. Why must we do everything for you? <sighs> we live in stressful times, and having to maintain social distancing, use gallons of hand sanitizer, and of course wear a mask. Going commando may be the solution for sex, but leaving the house without a reliable mask is just plain old swinging in the breeze nuts. That's where Aveta comes in. Who is Aveta? You ask. Aveta. Started with a vision to bring holistic solutions home. Where East meets West, they blend the best of both worlds to help communities around the world. Visit them today at Aveta.com. That's A V E I T A.com. Welcome to the Jackass Express Podcast. And welcome back to the Jackass Express Podcast. I'm Pat, and joining me today is the one, the only, Mr. Tip. Yep, I'm here. It's just the two of us two, so prepare to be bored. Not true, because uh, one of our rules is when someone's not here, we get to pick on them. And uh, it's just two of us, so I think we're going to have to get fun with that. <laughs> Ah, yes, they can all enjoy their gay orgy. (laughs) Right out of the house, we are starting with the most thing. Um, Actually, I shouldn't have said that. It's okay. That's what their 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 lifestyle is their their choice and their decision, and and I'm fully supportive of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, all this should be edited out. I'm going to edit it from the word you said to Bible study. Okay. From there, Bible study. Oh, wait, I shouldn't have said that. And then that makes it worse again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's going to save me a lot uh, of time. Yep. Yeah, we'll just change everything to Bible study. Absolutely. So, Mr. Tip, you are um, you're back in the, the hometown. Yes, I am. I have moved back. That's exciting. I, I, I've always... I remember thinking the one day that we're all going to get back together was going to be some day in our 30s, and it finally happened. We're here for the time being, and um, we have a pandemic going on, so we can't even go yeah. to beer. So it's I like, mean, like we can, we can't even hang out. It's kind of like, oh, thanks, 2020. All my friends are here, but uh, I can't go see them. <laughs> yeah, we were. I mean, we could not have been more socially distanced from the world. And then now that uh, Chase is here, you're here, uh, Brandon will be here in a couple of weeks just to spend a few days. I mean, it was almost a perfect reunion of everybody. Yeah. Yet we can't really do that much now. No. And it's it's funny because 
when we first started going like on quarantines and social distancing and stuff like that, I thought to myself, oh man, I was made for this. <laughs> Two days in. <laughs> it's and, like, wait a minute, my life seems not to have changed at all. It's exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> and, and that was probably the most depressing is like, all these people are oh. complaining about all the things they miss doing. It's like, my life hasn't changed at all. I don't think that's depressing. I think that's uh, a revelation that um, staying at home is a, an acceptable lifestyle. And this whole time we were preparing for uh, to be the leaders in this uh, apocalyptic style situation. So we can tell One other listens to us. Well, uh, they, they should. And, uh, it, and if they did, they would know that staying at home and away from most people is a perfectly acceptable way to uh, live your adult lifestyle. Yes. I mean, I don't, feel, I don't feel guilty about not going out. Do you feel guilty about not going out all the time? I didn't go out all the time to begin with, so no. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I, I do miss the movies. I miss the movie theater. Um, yeah. I was talking with, with a very close friend of mine. Uh, yesterday and, and we were talking about movies and movie theaters and, and we were both of agreement that you know even if the movie sucks we still like the experience of going to the movies yeah and and um, it, it was just it's one of those things I miss I miss the movie theater I miss popcorn from the movie theater um, it's just one of those things yeah, uh, that that's exactly you, you nailed it right on the head. I didn't even think of that. That is one of the most sacred experiences being able to sit down with a snack and enjoy a full cinema and just space out for I mean people go to the movies to forget their problems. Yeah. But now you can't go to the movies. Nope, so you just got to drink. Well, <laughs> drink milk. I uh, actually um my alcohol consumption i know a lot of people have started drinking more uh-huh which uh you know to each their own i don't i don't really care as long as you're doing stuff safely responsibly and the right yeah um my alcohol consumption is almost down to zero i had a beer 4 days ago was my last beer good for you man that's freaking awesome so yeah um I'm not in any better shape, <laughs> but I'm eating a little better and I'm I'm not drinking. Good for you, man. So just no urge to really do it. Well, think about it. What level of stress comes from you have to stay home and do nothing? That's our actually a, a shit ton of stress comes from that. I that could. You know, the company says, hey, since you're staying home, your job function is not really needed, so we're going to cut you loose. Yeah, that's that's been a major blow. All the people who have lost their jobs because of – because they're – and then not only did they lose their jobs, but they had the insult to injury by saying it's because your job is non-essential. Yes. um, Redundant is the word that, that I heard is that my, my position was redundant. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I'll find a new job, a better job. Absolutely. And then, and then they'll rue the day they let go of me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
but no, it, it's it's and it's affected millions of people, yeah. and you know it's it's very real. It's very scary, all because people refuse to wear masks. We can't get this thing taken care of. You know, I read a I read a article that said something that we're in the neighborhood of of losing ten thousand people a week at this point. Uh, I think we've already hit that. I don't know why Windows decided to open Edge. I hate Edge. <laughs> Edge is like that ex-girlfriend that just wants you to take him back so badly. Please give me another chance. Uh, let's see. Weekly, weekly, weekly. Probably. Or ex-boyfriend for a larger audience, of course. Yeah. But yeah, yeah um, we're losing more people to COVID a week than we did in uh, 9-11. Oh yeah, De- easily, easily. Yep. And and people just don't want to accept it. Uh, discomfort. You know, I was actually having a conversation this morning, uh, with Brandon and uh, one other person, and um, we were discussing how Americans in general either tune out to news that they don't want to hear, or they're not going to give up their comfort for anything. Yeah. It's like they refuse to give up their comfort. No, this is the lifestyle that I've been accustomed to. I'm going to uh, have this lifestyle, and no one's going to tell me otherwise they're taking away my rights. Yeah. That's the extent of the thinking that they put into it. Okay, so it's not uh, 10,000-plus deaths a day. It's 10,000-plus infections a day. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, that, that I mean, that's that makes me feel better. <laughs> Does, uh, I mean, it's still 10,000 infections, but I'm, I'm glad it's not deaths. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's just doing simple things like washing your hands, yeah, wearing think- a mask. You know, they they aren't the end all be all. It's it's still gonna exist, but they protect you and they protect others. And in the end, that's what really matters. Yeah, and what people don't seem to realize is that wearing the mask isn't about protecting yourself everyone's like a mask isn't going to protect you no it's meant to protect other people in the event that you're asymptomatic yeah and if you are you're going to protect your parents you're going to protect your neighbors you're going to protect your fellow human beings yep so it's maybe there's just misinformation everybody thinks the mask is supposed to protect you and it's like it's not meant to protect you it's meant to protect other people and it shows that you're responsible and you're just doing your part in the this crap situation that, you know, we find ourselves in. Yeah, and I mean, we're, we're in a, a definitely crap situation. Lots of people's lives have been turned upside down. Not just people that have lost their jobs, but, but you know, people that have lost loved ones, people that have gotten sick. All their lives have been turned upside down. Absolutely. And, and um, it's instead of coming together and saying hey we're gonna get through this we seem to be getting more and more divided I think there's a time limit on most people's willingness to be patriotic nowadays like we're willing to be patriotic and do something about it as long as it only lasts like a week but after I mean that- it, it's it's not even about being patri- patriotic it's about being a decent fucking human yeah but I mean it comes down to and I hate to keep picking on Americans but we we have one of the highest, you know, uh, cases in the in the world. Yeah, so, we we 
we're we're first. There you go. And it, it's just USA. it sucks. We're always it's, first. Yeah. Well, it's a it, it's a it's a shame. It is a shame. And um, it 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 it's hard to to have fun and be silly and joke around when you realize that you're in the midst of something so terrible. But I've always believed that laughter is the number one um, reaction a human being has when faced with uncomfortable situations. April gets so mad at me because I make very inappropriate jokes whenever I'm uncomfortable. So yeah. like, if we go to a funeral or something, I try to keep it to myself, but then I'll just notice something about, let's say somebody's wearing a dumb hat and I don't like the hat and I fixate on the hat. Then I'll just imagine that person going to the store and deciding to purchase that hat and the effort that they went through to say, hmm, I, I want to wear the ugliest hat possible. I think I'm going to wear it to a funeral. And then, you know, um, hits me. That's actually how I decide if I'm going to to date someone is I imagine what they look like shopping at the store for a gift for me. <laughs> not not even like the I don't care about the gift. <laughs> but I am I I imagine in my head like are they going confidently are they like looking at it? Did they make themselves presentable? Are they wearing their pajamas? Um, you know, just all sorts of different things. And that's how I decide if I'm going to date somebody. And as many of the listeners know, um, I have very high standards apparently. And it's all based on me imagining what someone looks like at the store. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Good hey, Jeff. God, it's a demon. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's just Jeff. Hey, Jeff. High standards. <laughs> I mean, I have to tell my mom something. <laughs> I I think um, I think uh, standards are important. Uh, Tip certainly has high standards. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, I have standards. I, I was watching an episode of Futurama where Fry was telling uh, Bender, Bender, that's low, even by your standards. And he goes, my what now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. I'm, I'm incredibly lonely, So guys. are you saying that a good-looking girl, you would, you would not pursue a relationship with a good-looking girl because you're like, uh, she looks like she'd probably buy me a tie for... No, no, like, like I said, it has nothing to do with the gift. Okay. Like, I I don't care about the gift. I imagine them being at the store. And if I don't like what I'm getting picturing them at the store, mm-hmm. like, not wait, even wait, what wait, they're wait, picking wait, wait. up. What, you're getting them? No, no, no. Wait, you wait, wait, wait. are listening to the Jackass Express podcast. There are lots of people that don't know a lot about masks, don't know where to get masks, or just outright refuse to wear a mask. You know, that's uh, putting you and your family and everyone you know at risk. So how about you wear a mask from Avita? They're breathable, limited fogging and misting, and fully bonded material cut for extra protection and ultra fit and comfort. It's Avita. A-V-E-I-T-A dot com. That was superior to Pat. That was superior to Pat. <laughs> All right. I... I watch a lot of commercials. 
You are listening to the Jackass Express podcast. Picture a girl going to her drug dealer. That's no, on, like, automatically. Why not, why not say? I imagine this girl like on the beach at a at a beauty salon, in the movies, at um, on my arm at a party. But you're like, no, I imagine her at Walmart, and she's just there with her. Because those are all places where, in a relationship, you could end up with somebody. And fair point. And I think the difference is, like, you usually don't end up at the store if you're just dating somebody. You don't end up at the store with them. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a long-term relationship. And if I don't like what I see in my head from them in this interaction, um, that's completely based on just my perception of them as a person, mm-hmm. then... I'm not going to waste my time on a long-term relationship. Okay, give me an example. Jeff, um, hold on, you're next. Tip, give me an example of what you imagine as a woman or a woman doing at the store that would say this is a turnoff. There's no way. Going in your pajamas? Oh, going in her pajamas? Like how she's dressed. Not that she's Well, well not only that, and not even that she's at the store or what she's looking at, what she's shopping for. I could care less about that. But, like, do you pick something up and immediately get this dumbfounded look? Like, are you going to pick up a ball and be like, oh, my brain turned off? Um, did you have the self-respect enough to put on real pants and real shoes are you there in sleeping pants and slippers like i'm not saying you have to get all dolled up you don't have to like put on full makeup and and act like you're going on a date or anything but just like are you presenting yourself to the world as someone that is worth respect sir how dare you in in el paso a lot of people go to walmart as a date i've seen it they're they're there they're dressed up in high heels and they're walking the aisles i'm just kidding and that is good for them yeah i know it's uh, you know know. some sometimes you have to stop at the store and get something on the way somewhere um or usually how about this How, how do you feel about the people like let's say she and you are shopping uh-huh. You uh, put all this stuff in your cart. You're getting ready to go ring up, and then suddenly she says, "You know what? I really don't want that um, bag of socks anymore. But I really don't feel like taking them all the way back, so I'm just going to leave them here." And she puts them in like a coat rack somewhere close to the register. Is that a deal breaker? Yes. Yes, because um, there there's two things you can do there, uh-huh. um, especially at Walmart. Walmart has this figured out. You can either take it back yourself, mm-hmm. no problem, or you get up to the register and be like, hey, you know what? I decided I don't need this. And then they put it in a cart, and that cart's taken to be resorted and restocked. But just like leaving it somewhere for them to find is... Messed up. Yeah, messed up. Um, You know, it's it's just... Yeah, it shows a lack of uh, empathy for other people. Yeah. You know, what if someone wants that bag of socks, but they can't find it because you left it on a Snickers box? Absolutely. Absolutely. Or it gets damaged. Like if you get a bag of potato chips and you say you don't want it anymore, 
and you just put it somewhere random and they get all crushed and stuff, you're destroying the product inside the store. Yeah. You know, Jeff, is, is do you make the journey back to the spot to return something if you don't want something at the store? Typically. Mm-hmm. Does, is, is your wife the same way? Is she like, hey, you know what? We can't just leave this here. We got to go put this back. Yeah. Is that why you married her? Uh, among other things. See, then, Tip, it's a good system. Yeah, I'm right on yeah. with you. It's a good system. You know, but but like I said, my, my it's, it has nothing to do with what stores they go to or or um what they're picking up, what they're purchasing. Sometimes I, I try to imagine what they would write in, like, a birthday card to me. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> like, if, if I'm sitting there and, and the first thing that comes to my head is someone just going through the move motions and like oh happy birthday yeah no i don't want that you know but like go go ahead but like if like the first thing that comes to my head is someone like really sitting down and putting effort into it well yeah i want that and like i said it's completely based off my own imagination yeah It, it could be that all these people that i've said oh no are, are like awesome people that, that check all the boxes I'm looking for. But in my mind, they've given me that vibe that they don't. So million dollar a year neuroscientist bikini model. And yeah. you, you imagine what she writes to you in a birthday card and that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Jeff, what, what was your, what are your red flags when you were, Searching for the Mrs. Mickelson back in the day, what was the uh, what were the red flags that went off when you were um, looking for the one? I should say. Um, the people that showed no interest in bettering themselves and were just looking for someone to take care of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, anyone who didn't have a plan or uh, any life goals. And I guess, go on. That, those are good things. No, that's an excellent thing because you don't want to be the 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 central focus of the other person for the rest of their life. That's terrible. Yeah, definitely. Because those are the ones that like fixate on you and don't let you go out because they want they want you just there because that that's all they have is you. And, and I bet you there's a lot of overlap in the types of people that Jeff pushed aside to the ones that I pushed aside. I, I would say that the the type of person, there's a lot of overlap in that, how they treat someone at the store, how they treat going out to run an errand or or whatever to having a plan and stuff like that. Now, Tip, you said one of your criterion for the ladies at Walmart uh, would be like if they went in their pajamas and all this stuff. And I, I, we've made this case in the past as being someone who is just lazy. But mm-hmm. I want to uh, also express I've seen men dress terribly, so please don't think we're just singling out ladies here. It's Yeah, it's, I'm just it's not going to well, But in the case that, you know. If, you're, if you're a man, I already drop you from consideration. So. <laughs> I just want to be fair. But um, what what would you say to someone who's the single mom, who's tired, exhausted, just got off of work, or just got up in the morning and has to get to get to the store because they got to get more diapers? Um, they have to run in their pajamas, no makeup on. I I don't care about makeup. Okay. 
let's let's make that abundantly clear. I don't care about makeup. It takes all of thirty seconds to change your pants. True. Very true. You don't need to run into a store in your pajamas. So sweatpants are fine. Yeah, sweatpants are fine. Jeff, are you on board? Sweatpants? Uh, it depends. On, like, the quality of of it? Like, if they're ragged and old or if they're well-washed? I, for quick trips to the store, I'm it doesn't bother me. But if it's, like, a regular part of the wardrobe, um, like the people that go on flights looking like they just rolled out of bed, that's kind of – that bothers me. Yes. Because, like, even when I went and got on an international flight, having just rolled out of built bed, hung over beyond all belief, I still got myself presentable. Oh, yeah, because it's it's an issue of self-pride. I mean, you're showing yourself to the world, and how do you present yourself? Yeah, and and they saw me reeking of whatever alcohol it was I was drinking at that wedding— (laughs) <laughs> and uh, <laughs> kind of <laughs> guessing my way through everything, but I was dressed professionally. Dressed well, stealing people. There was a lot of disappointment that weekend in your tip. Well, yes. And, yes, uh, there was. <laughs> I heard you had a, a very fascinating ride to the airport. I, I, I want to hear more about that. I don't remember it. Oh, okay. okay. But you weren't wearing sweatpants is the point. No, I, mean, you weren't I was wearing not pajamas. wearing pajamas. No. Okay, fair point. He he was wearing clothes. He would not have been allowed in the vehicle if he were not. I, I do remember it was an extremely nice vehicle. It was. See, these foreign countries, I just don't understand. And I, I think I just, like, shoved, like, 200 euros for my ride. I don't even remember. I just remember your driver and the passenger were angry at having to be up so early. Not my fault. I did not know that was the arrangement until it happened. It's it's true. neither did we. <laughs> so the the person we are angry with is not here right now. I feel that the driver must have gone to great lengths of their own to accommodate your uh, trip to the to the airport. <laughs> they did, and I'm I'm eternally grateful because if I would have had to navigate a train. At that more at, at that in that state, I'd be like in Uzbekistan or something right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm so sad that I didn't get to attend that, and yet at the same time extremely relieved. <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> oh, it was a good time. It, it was. Um, but it, it it was just there. There was. Um, I have some ill feelings. It's understandable. Understandable. If um, let's say you're there at said uh, wedding, which um, said party, I'm gonna have to edit this very carefully. Um, and you met someone who was very interested in you, but is a native of the the location, the overseas location. Okay. Um, how does that affect you? Do you make an effort to try to stay? Do you uh, try to get an effort to get her to go to? U.S. Do you first imagine her shopping for you? Um, if it was the same situation, I was completely shit faced 
and my plan was to not get caught talking to her by her boyfriend. Fair enough. That that that, and, that seems like a reasonable uh, plan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I failed. <laughs> he caught you? Yeah, but there were some other things going on I wasn't aware of. So, no big deal. I mean, I'm sure there was plenty you could pivot to it should you get into trouble. Such no, a... not not really. Mm-hmm. I like to think that one of my um one of my strengths is my ability to um talk in a circle and um use that circle to confuse people in the, until they're no longer upset. Uh we we had already upset this individual prior to the event. And this individual was the boyfriend? Yes. And the offense that made him upset, was it something greater than you stealing his girlfriend or attempting to uh, talk with his girlfriend? We didn't tell him that the door was pull. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. (laughs) So he pushed it and looked at us and said, thanks for looking out. What? We were looking. We were watching him pull the door or push the door open. Yeah, for like 10 minutes. Push the door closed. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. For for like ten minutes he was doing this. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> what I don't understand is that with the door, there's only two options. If one doesn't work, well, by default, there should be one other solution. And he just didn't think to test that. Uh, I don't know. Fair enough. You know, I think that's a stereotype that's a little bit odd to me. That most guys they experience this weird level of um, to jump back onto the whole stolen girlfriend thing and tip stealing other people's girlfriends. I have never done that. I have a story about a military ball with you driving a van tip that says different. She was not your girlfriend. She, I invited her to the thing. We'll get into that later. Because I introduced you. You crushed my sunglasses with the parking brake. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but the point is, uh, Jeff, do you ever feel that like level of like jealousy if somebody speaks to your wife? I mean, and I'm not talking about like oh. flirting. Flirting is a, a, a normal thing, but I mean... Uh, them talking that's not that big a deal it's just like we have to talk to people all the time trust yes yeah as far as I'm concerned um, I don't care if the person I'm dating is talking to someone else um, they go have lunch or something I don't, I don't care because I trust the person I'm with um, if it gets to a point where I don't trust the person I'm with and I start having those jealousy things, then I reevaluate the the relationship because it's probably something else that's bothering me and I'm just looking for an excuse. Yeah, because it's more of an insecurity than anything else. Yeah. Unless there's evidence to support the latter. I mean, it really is about trust, like Jeff said. If you don't trust a person you're with to begin with, you're already doomed to fail. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, I'm sure you guys feel the same, you know, if a guy was talking to the girl I'm dating and made his intentions known that he wanted more than just to be a friend, mm-hmm. um, I trust the girl I'm dating to be like, hey, you know, this isn't something I, I can't hang out with you. That's just not going to happen. Yeah, or, it, I mean, give her the respect enough to know that she knows where that line is and will not cross it. 
Yeah. And, and they, they give you that same courtesy. They respect you to know where that line is and you and they trust you. So Yeah. It's uh, it's always a shame whenever I see that. And, and it's funny because whenever you see people in the beginnings of the relationships, they tend to change immediately whenever their girlfriend or significant other is present in front of their normal friends. And they become yeah. this different person. And uh, I won't mention names. But uh, they What's just, his name, Tip? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, wow. No, that wasn't you. Actually, I think we've all been kind of guilty of it, but... I think the desire to hide your uh, flaws amplifies when you're trying to introduce them to your friends because you want your friends to speak um, good of you. If I was trying to hide them, hide my flaws, there's no way anyone I was dating would meet you fuckers. <laughs> we don't talk Thank about you. your flaws. We would we would talk you up. Jeff, wouldn't you talk up to Yes. Uh, I'm not I'm not worried about that. I'm just you know, there there's always that chance that I forget my surroundings, and um, you let my flaws show through. Wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's just one of those things. <laughs> some uh, some person walks up to the table with a cask of beer. Your usual, sir. No, 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 I don't drink. Uh, you're fine. Uh, that, 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 that was my brother. You've got me confused. That was Kip. I'm Tip. That was, that was Kip. I am Tip. I, I, I do not drink. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. By the way, Jeff, you met, you uh, missed a fantastic D&D uh, &D session this morning. We need to get you back, buddy. Cause... I can't do mornings. Oh, okay. You let me know what times are best for you. I will make it work. I, I have. <laughs> what? When did you tell me? I'm sorry. When did you say it? I think when we were having a podcast last week, you said, when's everybody available? I said, in the evening. And then you said, okay, we're going to do it at 8 a.m. <laughs> oh. That sounds like Pat, all right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have a um, come to Jesus moment here. Everybody's ready. Okay. I tend to think of so many things at once, and they're not always super intelligent thoughts. I know this comes as a shock to you. And sometimes whenever I'm lost in thought or I'm trying to find the next thing to say, I tune people out unintentionally. My wife's caught me on this before where I'll be having a conversation with her and then I'll see like a commercial for Geico with uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle and I'll get very fixated on that and I completely didn't pay attention to what was being said. So I guess Sax is kind of right, but he's not here to call me on it. Um, and so I want to begin to apologize to people for not paying attention to them properly. So, Jeff, I, I apologize. What were we talking about? Exactly. Um, yeah. So, I, I have this bad habit. <sighs> Go on. Um, sort of along the lines of, of Pat's bad habit of ignoring people. <laughs> uh, if if I'm done with a conversation or, or something like that, I just leave or hang up. I, I, I don't say hey i'm done with this conversation talk to you later no i, I just, i'm done you do an irish exit or you just leave yeah and, and i just leave i mean i i was at my grandma's house last week and, and we were talking and then i was done and i just got up and left and that was that and i i i don't know if it's bad that i do that or if it's worse that like my grandma didn't even care because I've done it so much. 
Well, I think it has to do with the relationship you have with the group of people. Some people just don't care. They're like, okay, he's gone. Some people yeah. are like, whoa, he was mad. Why did he just... Yeah, it's just I was done, so... Damn. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. My so. family has this thing where they feel the need to have to go around to everybody and hug them when they're going to leave, and it, it's like, why do you do that? And when I was growing up, my parents, I, w- I would tell them, I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm going to leave now because, you know, I'm going on a date with April, but they're having a family party. So I'll be like, bye, guys. See you later or whatever. My mom's like, no, you go around, you need to hug everybody, and you need to say goodbye. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. There's no need for that. And it just takes so long. So I discovered a, a trick for that. And this usually occurs in families in El Paso. So I just go to where the most people are I can find, and I just raise my hand and go, Everybody, and they look at me, like shocked that I said something. I'm like, "I shall see you later, farewell." And then I leave, and they're like, "Bye," and that's how I get out. Yeah. Hmm. I just leave. Well, they, yeah. Because I feel uh, bad for not saying bye, but I, I don't feel like I owe everybody an individual explanation. It's like I'm leaving. It's a problem. I, I really don't feel bad. How much of the host stuff do you leave with, Tip? None. It's his, his uh his beers. I mean, the the money belongs to the United States government, not not the host. Let's let's just be clear. A dollar is property of the government. Fair enough, Jeff. What's what's your what's your uh, stance on that? Do you go around and individually say goodbye to everybody at a party? Yes, you're at a party, you're with your family, it's time for Jeff to go home. You're assuming I go to parties. That's a big assumption to make. Fair point. Well, I know you do because it's part of your job. No, I and I don't hug people because of because of the Rona. I don't I don't talk to people because of the Rona. Ah. Uh, no, but like in the days before the Rona. The, he, he was before the Rona. I don't remember the days before the Rona. He was uh, precognitively preparing, just like us. To be fair, I mean we we've all uh, I I want to say have a fair amount of practice um, staying more than six feet away from people and choosing not to engage them in conversation unless they're standing in front of the bathroom and you have to ask them to move. Um, it's weird that now that the world has shifted to that and everyone's afraid. And it's like, well, I mean, most of the things they're asking you to do are basic common courtesy anyway. Give people their personal space in abundance. Uh, make sure your your hygiene is as you know impeccable as you can possibly make it. There's, yeah. there's, there's really no downside to the things that we're having to do to, to uh, try to outlast the this virus or sustain ourselves until we can have some more of a permanent solution. And the way people get so upset because they have to do these adjustments. And the only one that I will agree with is inconvenient is the way they're handling the education thing. I feel like there shouldn't be this mix of go into school and online learning. It should just all be online learning and leave it up. Think of the children. Yeah. Let them stay at home. Let the parents take responsibility for the children and let them set up and, and do it at home. I mean, I'm, I got to take care of all the stuff that, that my kid doesn't know how to do so he can log into a, 
program so that he can speak with his teacher in real time. But I just I don't see the comp. I don't see the problem. I really don't. Um, the problem is a lot of parents work and they've turned to the school system to be more than just educators, but they're also babysitters and 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 stuff like that and and that's not entirely the fault of all parents um you know we there there's some people that that they need to to work and need to rely on on the system a little heavier and there's also parents that that abuse that i mean there's people that abuse every option but fair point no that, that that you're absolutely right Besides, it's a, it's it's all fake news. There's yeah. no virus. There's no no virus. Everything's great. Cold. Stock market. Oh man, have you seen the numbers? Economy is doing great. <laughs> yep. And it's it's just gonna be like the common cold. Yeah. No worse than the flu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you get it. You know, if you get it, you'll be fine. Doesn't affect everybody. Yeah, but what you're forgetting, guys, is a man, woman, person, camera, TV. Actually, I did forgive forget that. I guess I would have failed that cognitive test. <laughs> I, huh? There's there an interview that um, the president did where he was very um, proud that he had remembered uh, these words in a test for dementia. Oh, that's right. And uh, he was very proud to, know, to remember the words that were said, and uh, he told the news that the words he had to remember were man, woman, person, camera, and TV. So as long as the leader of the free world can remember those things, I don't think we have anything to worry about, gentlemen. Yeah, I, I, feel, mean, I feel relieved. Super relieved. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and has anyone considered – that maybe they're they're slowing down the mail delivery because the virus that doesn't exist lives on envelopes. That's a good point. Just looking out for us. These mailmen clearly don't care about the American people, and I'm tired of funding it, to be honest with you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, Pat. <laughs> I'm, Pat, okay. I'm I'm being I'm being facetious for the sake of of um, what's the words? Not sarcasm. Brevity? No, not brevity. Cynical. I'm cynical. It takes away the joke if I have to point it out. Jeff, come on. <laughs> and now Jeff owns the joke. There was a joke there. <sighs> Is Sax here? Uh, I'm not sure. No. What about you, gentlemen? How how have you personally spent your time? Outlasting the Rona. Any new activities, new hobbies? I've got a great hobby since uh, March. Can't be drinking. No, no, I gave drinking up. My new hobby is applying for 25 jobs a day, going to an interview once a week, and then telling me no. That sounds fun. There's a lot of human communication in there. Yeah, there is. Dexterity exercises. Yep. So that that's been my hobby. Dexterity exercises. Yep. And your fingers? Writing stuff. Yep. 
What about you, Jeff? What 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 new or have you done anything different? Or are you just kind of? Uh, so to to avoid the Rona, mm-hmm. or not to well. avoid it, but just to stay. <laughs> Poor Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, I, I, you know what? I'm not going to say anything because that's your personal business. If you wish to, it's up to you. I'm not going to say anything. I think everybody figured it out. Yeah. I, yeah that I was, other than, you know, trying not to die while I was sick, I haven't been doing much. You know, work and sleep and then you're work still, some more. You're still working. Well, point. I wasn't for two weeks because I was trying not to die. Okay. Can you uh, – would you feel comfortable uh, discussing some of your experience with it or you're not in the mood right now? Sure. What was your experience with like? How did you How did you first discover that you had it? I uh, started sore throat and I decided I better get tested before I go, to be- go back to work to um, potentially infect other people. And then got the test results back the next day, which were obviously positive. Hooray! That's yep. fantastic. You win. You win the lottery. Yeah, and then spent the next several days um, just trying to breathe. It was really there was some periods of time where I could not breathe very well, and it was a little bit unsettling. Mm-hmm. And then. After about a week, it turned the corner, and I started to recover a little bit. Massive, massive fatigue. Could not do anything to save my life. Good. So I, I, I have a question. When you say that you had trouble to breathe, was it, like, painful or just, like— Well, guys, uh, I don't want to have to stop us there, but um, I want to hear the full— part of the story and we're just about at time um make sure you tune in next time to hear the rest of the story thank you for joining us and we will see you next time make sure you like and subscribe on youtube to hear more from the jackass express podcast also be sure to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram the